0: Welcome to Before You Cut Bangs. I'm Laura Quick. And I'm Claire Fearman.
1: I'm Laura and I am a professional storyteller. And I'm Claire and I have been a therapist, a coach, a counselor, and all over the mental health world for many years. A quick disclaimer, this is not therapy and this is not coaching. This is just a podcast. Totally, a really badass podcast. Do y'all know that I have this dream of, like, if everything failed, I wish that I was voices for animals in, like, cartoons or movies? I feel like you, you could do that. totally could, you do, could do that. You could right? So, we had a listener, I am. I want not my sweaty balls. Boys. We had a listener recently um, mm-hmm. ask us about intrusive thoughts, which sent me down a rabbit hole of intrusive thoughts. So first, I'm going to tell a little story. This one has, like, a lot of clinical information, which puts Will to sleep, but it turns out our listeners like it. So he's mm. the lower one on the totem pole for this. That's session. not Pig. That's actually Will. joking. was joking. Pig and Will can take a little snoozy while we talk about this stuff.
2: One time I was doing a commercial on the radio, and my brother uh, on the other mic, started going just thinking I was telling a boring story and I was like dude what what you doing he's like why are you doing this you're putting this I was like this is a sponsor (laughs) yeah
1: lost that sponsorship
2: yeah it was was pretty awesome anyway continue sorry
1: so um it wasn't just one listener it was two and um they were for different reasons but they're asking about intrusive thoughts so I'm going to tell you a little bit about mine, and then I have what they are, the six most relevant ones, and then what to do about them, and then... Will and Laura, y'all can sprinkle in some of what you've experienced with this. Mm-hmm. And Will, don't say that doesn't happen to me because I'm fucking perfect. In and these episodes. also,
0: Will, we, what we always learn every time you're like, I've never dealt with that, we ask one question and you're like, oh, I do actually, actually I do that most times. I'll start oh,
2: oh, with I I don't dig a dog like this. <laughs> it's true. That's, that's exactly
1: I, how you talk. So, okay. yes, yeah. Shawshank. Dang. Okay. Dang. So, according <laughs> to my notebook, um, 94% of adults experience intrusive thoughts so if you're in the six percent which i know you're not you're a sociopath i'm just (laughs) kidding that's the six percent isn't part of it and i just got scared my math was wrong but i don't think it is so i first experienced intrusive thoughts after i had my first baby i likely had them before that but didn't know what they were so after my first child was born i'd be like laying in bed and i'd be like what if she's dying you know it was like these really intense thoughts like what if when she's three a ball rolls into the street and she chases it and gets hit by a car like i was obsessed with these thoughts Mm. and what i read and we will get to is with hormonal shifts like having a baby a lot of intrusive thoughts happen Mm. so intrusive thoughts are words or images that pop into your mind that are completely involuntary they're typically unwanted and disturbing, and they're usually outside of our values. So if you listen to our last episode, we talked about a balance beam of your morals and values. When you have an intrusive thought, they're typically very, very far off of that beam. They very rarely have to do with reality, but they feel so real because they're intrusive. And then the next thought is typically like, am I crazy or am I going crazy? Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to say it again. 94% of people have these. That's like beyond most. Um, If you have a diagnosis of anxiety or OCD, this is different for you. And I'll dive into that later. But if you're diagnosed OCD, you're like, bitch, I live with intrusive thoughts. I'll give some caveats to that. But that's generally what they are. So before I spoiler and give you like documented research of the top six, what are yours?
0: Um, okay. So the first time I remember having an intrusive thought, uh, Clay was a baby and I had these intense thoughts that someone was going to take him like that he would be kidnapped. And I was so young. I mean, I was 20 when I had Clay, I was, I never thought I wanted to be a parent. Like I actually, my experience with parents weren't great. And I was like, never want to be one of them. And so when I found out I was pregnant, I was super anxious and didn't think I was qualified to be a mother, honestly. And so I had a lot of like, I can't do this. I can't do this thoughts. And so then when I had Clay, the guilt of those thoughts, I can't do this, I think coupled up with, see, you don't deserve him mm-hmm. and he will be taken from you. Mm-hmm. And so that was one, um, having my baby stolen, for sure. My second one is you do not deserve to be in a healthy, happy marriage. And how dare you think that you do. It'll be taken from you. And there's lots of different ways that shows up. But that one is kind of reoccurring. And, and overall, I think when I think things are going too good. Yep. You don't deserve this. I mean, it took me a really long time to be a successful entrepreneur i was an entrepreneur for a long time and i know people like maybe you think entrepreneurship is sexy no entrepreneurship is so hard i was so broke i was a single mom it was awful 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 for many years of barely surviving and i know you know that because you had private practice and it felt that way too but then when life does get good the intrusive thoughts are you don't deserve this and it will be taken from you do you have intrusive thoughts
2: no, I really don't. So, well, here's the thing.
0: Oh my god. No, I'm sure I do. You thought about that girl for fifteen years.
2: Okay. So maybe that yeah, I don't know. All right. So we have a psychiatrist that comes on my radio show once a week, mm-hmm. and this was our topic this last week was intrusive Stop. thoughts. Are you serious? How yeah. do we
1: miss that? She probably knows more than me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you, we really hit on because that's a very quick segment, right? Yeah. It's like an eight minute thing. So we, we hit on like the oh I'm driving like oh, Boy, I hope I don't like turn Spoiler. the steering wheel alert. and hit the tree over here, or kill my child in the bathtub and like yep, whatever. And I was like, oh, like on th- that level of intrusive thoughts, I really don't.
1: Okay.
2: I Honestly, don't.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm sure I have other intrusive thoughts, but I we need to explore this a little more. Let's. Yeah, let's do it.
1: Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So, according to my research um most common there's six most common and then we're going to throw in a seventh if you're a PTSD survivor cuz it's a little bit different and if you have something to say just pause me so I don't just blow through these so the number one most common is what if i kill myself this is so important the thought isn't you don't actually inherently believe i want to it's an intrusive thought it's like This car just like veered into me in a head on collision. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm holding a knife chopping celery for tuna salad. What if I just stab myself? Like, wouldn't that be crazy? And then healthy people are like, that was a weird thought. And then they cut the celery. People that are high stress, high anxiety, or OCD are like, I'm flawed. Oh shit. Okay. So when I'm suicidal,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. And then they're like, should I call 911? If you're having these thoughts, call (laughs) Um, 911. 988.
2: Also nine eight eight, say more. Oh gosh 988 oh, gosh. is like the best thing that's happened in a very long time. So before, if you were having uh, suicidal thoughts or whatever, people you are afraid to dial to...
0: a one eight hundred number that you don't remember.
2: That's exactly right, mm-hmm. and people are afraid to dial nine one one because then police are going to show up and that and could they'll be, commit you and all the things that could mm-hmm. be yeah escalating mm-hmm. right. Uh, so a little over a year ago, there's a national number now nine eight eight and that's it. So if you're having intrusive thoughts at Any stage, if you even think like I might later tonight have intrusive thoughts, you can call 988, and that sends you to the crisis center and to health professionals, as opposed to law enforcement, which is what people going through this need.
1: Let's pretend like I knew that before this
0: episode. Let's not let you be the person who says that. But also, (laughs) here's a great thing
2: about it for people like me who hate talking on the phone and would be very afraid of talking to a stranger. Like not afraid, I just wouldn't want to. You can text 988. Have you the,
1: ever seen a therapist?
2: No, here's the, so I have the crisis Center on my show. mm-hmm, route they were on yesterday, so I talk about the, I promote these things yeah. all the time.
1: That didn't answer my question. Have you ever oh. been to therapy before?
2: uh yeah, sure, sure, well, like marriage counseling
1: okay. I'm not saying everyone has to go. It was just a genuine. Curiosity. Yeah, but not about
2: like the the reason I know about the nine. I don't things. mean
1: about a goddamn crisis, Will. I'm just asking if you've seen a therapist
2: before. Uh, for marriage stuff. Yeah.
1: Cool. Okay. Anyways. Well,
2: no, need you know why you asked that?
1: Nope. It, nope. Don't tell him. <gasps> therapist, come on. No, I mean, no. I was just wondering. Okay. Actually, this is an intervention yeah, again. I know, again. <laughs> we brought you here Each today. Time. Um, okay. The second one is, what if I harm someone else? I love this. What if I'm secretly a serial killer? What if I'm secretly a narcissist? What if I accidentally drop my baby? 50% of all new parents, except for will Lockme, me has had that thought. What if I drop my baby or what if I walk out of the bathroom or something in there in the tub?
2: You were just a relaxed parent. You're not the dropping the baby. Uh, okay. So I did worry because Lila's room was like a, near the front of the house of mine was the back. Like what if somebody opened her window?
1: Intrusive
0: thought.
2: Yeah, that I'm admitting okay. that, that that's so you
0: you so you are in the ninety-four percent?
2: That was the thing as a parent, I was like, gosh, I really needed to secure her windows because I would hate for someone to be able to open that front window because I would, I would not that. be able to know from the back of the yeah. house. Yeah.
1: Intrusive thought. Okay. Seems like a
2: reasonable thought. Things like just like a normal like yeah just need to make sure my kids secure
1: our next episode is on denial. Um <laughs>
2: But I didn't have the drop, my baby thought.
1: Okay, I did. Or What if they rolled off the changing table, even though I was right there changing their diaper? Also
0: SIDS. I oh, really, God. oh my God. The idea that my baby dies in his sleep because and I have no way of knowing it's going to yes. happen and no way to control
2: it. Lots of new stuff on that recently about febrile. I always said the febrile seizures, but febrile seizures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, the studies are pointing towards that. For being a huge cause of sense. I because love think like, you're
0: a radio host because you have all these conversations. And you you really are like us. an ency- encyclopedia. So, like, The fact that I didn't know how to say encyclopedia. encyclopedia. Did your encyclopedia. kids have
2: febrile or febrile? Yes, it's Birdie the did. scariest thing that I've ever dealt with in my know entire life.
0: I was a, in such trauma when Clay was little. I have no idea how he survived. I'm going to so, be honest. was like not present in my body for five my years. My daughter
1: ago. had... Seizure, seizures. No, I'm sorry, erase that. My daughter had a really high fever. We couldn't get it to go away, and with even with Tylenol. And then apparently, if you get this is not medical advice, just a story. If the fever drops rapidly, they can have these. I call them febrile. What are they called?
2: febrile is what this yeah the doctors are saying whatever
1: i'm not a doctor but anyways i walked in to get her out of her crib and her lips were blue and she was shaking and we went to the emergency room and we had dropped her fever really quickly and that happened and it was terrifying so that became like outside of just intrusive thoughts like i had this incident that scared the absolute shit out of me so almost ptsd I'm like well, Oh, that for sure. Again. So then yeah. when the next baby had fevers, I was neurotic as hell.
2: So to be clear, uh, to finish that thought on like what that, the new studies are saying, is that what I'm sure the doctors told you and what they told us when Lila had one and Liam just had one, that was it, they both just had one, was like, hey, this is scary and terrifying, but guess what? Not like a really dangerous thing outside of it. It's just kind of the body yeah. resetting, yeah. except that in very very small amounts of cases. Apparently, it can be if it happens during the night.
0: Ugh, related to SIDS.
2: Well, or the cause SIDS, of SIDS. course, isn't, we don't know what that yeah. means, uh, sudden infant death syndrome. Uh, but a lot of them, because they started mon- monitoring, and now we have cameras, right, in rooms. Yeah. And so parents could be like, oh, no, no, look, here's what happened. They had a febrile seizure. And, yeah. Again, <sighs> it is something it to, that, to think about and whatever. It's not something... For everyone to be terrified about because it is such a small amount. Generally, when your doctor or the doctor at the hospital says these seizures really aren't that harmful, it's scary, but it's not that big of a deal, they're right. Except that some of the time.
1: So intrusive thoughts become a problem once you start thinking about them a lot. And so now we're all going to go home and be like, well, that was awful. And if you have a new baby and you're listening, just shake that off. Should
2: I take that out? Yeah. Yes. No. No.
1: We'll just listen to yes. it when you edit it and we'll see. That's terrifying. Off. Okay, so anyways, what if I harm someone? What if I'm a narcissist? I've had more clients than I can count. Be like, do you think I'm a narcissist? And that's
0: In my, an it- in my 20s, I thought I was a sociopath.
1: Okay, so if you have that question, that's an intrusive thought and you... Aren't like if you're asking that question, I haven't had an actual narcissist that I'm working with or sociopath, which has only happened once. But, like, do you think I'm a sociopath? Like, they don't have the wherewithal to ask that. So, you're not. Um, oh, well, I was making a lot of crazy decisions, guys. So, <laughs> you, the man that came in with the gun in whatever episode that was, was yeah. one of the craziest things that you've ever been through.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've really actually done work around You're that. like, oh,
1: my God, I have a crazy story.
0: I oh, forgot then... about this time this guy pulled a revolver a revolver on me. <laughs> and Will Morgan. and I were like,
1: what the fuck? <laughs> was, All right. Yeah, uh, I blocked that out.
2: Yeah, he's back.
1: Um, Sorry. I'm like, if you take a tone with me, I'm never talking to you again. And you're like, you pulled a gun, do you want to talk about it? So um, here's what
2: research says about what I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm
1: joking. All right. So the third is sexual thoughts. And these were really kind of disturbing even to research. So some of them are really normal when you don't want to, like, let's say you're having lunch with someone's grandma and you picture them naked and you're like, why did I just do that? Like (laughs) the brain does really weird things and you're like, I'm disgusting. That was a huge one that you have an intrusive thought. And then your next thought is I'm disgusting. Like our brains are wacky little places that do things that make us feel crazy. This one's really kind of disturbing, but I feel like I should read it. Sexual thoughts about children, even when you don't want to. Sometimes when the brain knows something's wrong, it'll almost like poke at you. Sexual thoughts about someone you don't want to have sex with. Gender, sexuality. Like I've had a lot of clients be like, do you think I'm gay? Do you think I'm gay? Like they get this obsessive thought about gay, but when they're really heterosexual, that is also one. Number four is immoral thoughts. These are really for more evangelical Christians where that research has come, where mm-hmm. they get so obsessive about being immoral. Do you have any thoughts on that?
0: Um, because you think I'm an obsessive Christian or? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would say you'd have more education there than me or Will. What does it say about that? scrupulosity scrupulosity is Mm -hmm. when you feel like if you sin even in the most benign sense it's incredibly intrusive and you have a belief that you're bad or wrong
0: or that you'll go to hell i mean the school of thought especially like if you grew up in the 80s and 90s and you grew up baptist which a lot of people in the south did right and i didn't by the way i'm like a new christian so these aren't things but even as a child i remember someone actually saying at a Bible study that if you were to cuss and get in a car accident and die, that you would go to hell if you hadn't asked for forgiveness for that. And Shane grew up in the church. And I think that it's interesting to see the kind of deconstruction he's had to do of all these like weird, false things that were placed inside. And so I definitely, I know a lot of Christians that are currently deconstructing all these weird beliefs that were put on them when they were younger that are not necessarily in line with what being a a christian is at its core you nailed it okay yes okay
2: there's this idea uh, that religion and morality is are mutually exclusive and i do not think that at all and i did grow up in the church and and very you know very religious but yeah. yeah i mean church twice a week at least if not three times and all the church camps done done all the stuff did you and play
0: drums at church
2: no we didn't have we had oh, we had great a good question we had a good like traditional not that any every church can do whatever they want we had the choir and the organ mm-hmm. right so there were no yeah, drums yeah, yeah. or anything like that but whatever and i still love my church i love my people i grew up in the church some of my best friends and i still talk to my preacher and yeah great i'm just not religious currently
1: growing up jewish you just don't hear any of these things you're like be nice and you know do good deeds and you're good to go. Like I was so unaware of all of this stuff.
0: I think religion and being a Christian are two different things in my experience. Like they're completely different. They are. They are not. You do not have to be religious to be a Christian. Why don't you go ahead and finish that? We episode?
2: should. Well, I was gonna say we should uh, like do an episode of this. We're maybe earmark we're, that pour a bourbon for all of us for that one.
1: Okay. Will's uncomfortable So we're going to earmark No, no, I just think It's a
2: huge topic I do too
0: I
1: I agree That and porn I can't wait for
0: Yeah, we're doing Both of those this year Porn is on the list Porn is on the list And Claire is going to get Toasty to show up for it And I'm I can't
2: wait to find out About porn
0: I'll give a little
2: teaser At the end About what I think Let me know what that's like
1: So back to our list of our most common thoughts, it's what ifs. What if I'm not good at my job? What if my husband's going to leave me? What if I'm going to embarrass myself? What if I don't love myself? I'm a big what if-er. Laura kind of mentioned this, so I'm very secure in my relationship with old Bobby. So because I'm secure, I'm like, he'll probably go. You know, it's a lot of what if I do this and he does that. It's, It's exhausting in my mind. Got anything to add well i think i mean honestly
0: what if especially around i mean i think that that's what all my intrusive thoughts kind of show up is what if clay gets stolen from someone when he was a baby what if shane leaves me what if i fuck up this relationship mm-hmm. like i fucked up every relationship you know like those are definitely where the intrusive thoughts come from and they'll you can spiral there right like if you hang out
1: that's Yes, we're getting there of what happens if you stay there. Did well were you never afraid of like what if I fuck this up and I'm on live radio?
2: Uh, I'm just used to it.
1: I mean, in well, the beginning, Well, you know, as an 8-year-old, he was a he was a child grade, star. Child um, star. Probably less scared at 8, but when you like came back.
2: Yeah. Uh I I honestly I don't remember having that mm. like uh, You were
1: a golden retriever. Mm-hmm, no, I'm mm-hmm.
2: just I don't know like mm. <laughs> Okay, I, I want to be honest with you and tell you, like, but I also don't want to make something up. She so wants
0: to diagnose you so. Long.
2: So if I can think of an example, uh, I don't like to be bad on the radio, but I don't like f- have you don't anxiety worry. about it or anything and you like that.
1: Never had it is what I'm asking. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous. Like, I can't imagine what that would be like. I'd like to meet your okay. mother.
2: Okay. How about this though? With like drumming, I Great. really want to, I have fear of like, uh, I have major, well, in all of my stuff, imposter syndrome, but I think that's a healthy, like if you don't have imposter syndrome a lot of times, I feel like, what's wrong with you? Uh, but with another episode, we can do a whole episode on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely with drumming, I have major imposter syndrome, like major. I know that all the drummers in my life are so much better than I am. I just have been in the right place, right time. I know the right people, so I've gotten the right jobs, and I've been able to do incredible stuff, and I'm always like, oh boy, like, I don't know about
1: this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, that's a real Thank thing.
1: Thank you for your honesty.
2: No, but that's a thing, yeah. Great, okay. With the radio stuff, and with the drumming, I prepare like crazy, but with the radio stuff, I do. I'm just, I'm prepared, and I go into it like...
1: All right, so what are we like doing it. with these intrusive thoughts? I'm not done with my list. Oh, God. There's, there's so only many. One more. There's okay. only one more. The last <laughs> one's really rare, and it's like contamination or like people that get hypervigilant about wellness. Like, if I don't drink green juice, then I'm going to have some illness or something. Mm-hmm.
0: I think I live with that guy. He doesn't drink green juice, but he is. Ooh, the pandemic was real hard on Shane.
1: When that he... caused a Let lot me of contamination. You, this man rolled
0: in our house when everything shut down, and he was like, come here, come here. And I was like, all right. He was like, I just want to – he took me to the sink in our kitchen. And he's like, I just want to show you how to wash your hands. And I was like, I'll fucking kill you. (laughs) Like, you don't have to worry about this virus because I'll take you out. And I'm telling you, he literally stood there and, like, happy birthday, got under his – all the things. And then – or later, I made him food and he said, looked me in the face and said, did you wash your hands the way I taught you? Okay. Pandemic and I caused I need- a lot of this. Mm-hmm. I was like, listen. I
1: mean, I was wiping down my groceries with Clorox wipes. So
0: was he. You and him could have lived together. Me and him, I was like, you're, he was threatened to move into the Rock the South house. <laughs> I was a I was like, Bye. <laughs> I saw this the office for Rock the South. I was about to say, I was
2: like, what is this? No, a it's house. like the office yeah, okay. that
0: they used just that one weekend or whatever. But like, he's like, I think I'm going to have to move into the Rock the South. house.
1: Like, Me and Bobby and Will and Danielle should go to Rock the South together this year because I'm not going alone again. Please. Some
2: people watching. Oh, like it the. It
1: was wild. It is the best. It's the best.
0: The I best had a foot long
1: corn dog, got a pack of Zins and headed out, but it was great. They do have... Zen, if you're listening... We you're, would love to have you on the podcast. They had a trailer there. Zen's are my nicotine pouches. If you haven't heard that episode, really helpful. Anyways, <laughs> they're like five fifty a can. Yeah. Can. Uh, I don't know what we call them. Container. No, it's like no, gum can. or something, right? Mm-mm. Can. I like to Here's think it of it as her lady tobacco pouch, but go on.
2: What do you do with it when you put it in your mouth? You don't chew it? Park it. Park it and suck.
1: How Ooh. do you
2: is that what you do when you put the pouch?
1: Go on. These I are things say I've never were done. They, were they cheaper at Rock the South? It was three for $3. Mm-hmm.
0: See this? Rock the South. To take in the Zen to the people.
1: Bobby was like, this was worth it. Like with his Montgomery, he was like, I can't believe that this is what it was. And I'm like, he's like, a corn dog and get in this line again. Um, it was fucking, I have a picture of us eating corn dogs outside the Zen trailer. Um you do not suck it. You just, like. Did you never use nicotine gum to quit, or are you just called Mr. Perfect?
2: Uh no, just quit smoking. No, no, I used Chantix, which oh. was crazy. Because I talked to somebody about this the other day, and they were like, you know, that stuff should be illegal. Which it may, it may be now. I don't know. I haven't it seen is. anything about it in years. Yeah, but it would give people insane dreams yes. and like terrible thoughts and suicide was intrusive involved. Thoughts. Yeah, intrusive thoughts. Yeah, honestly, uh, for me, it gave me like the wildest fun dreams ever.
1: He fucking would. Okay. So, it did. Anyways, it was like, "Oh, this is
2: exciting." Every night is like going to bed. Here we go.
1: <laughs> I have some questions about psychedelics for another episode, too. We've come up with a lot of episodes from this one. So, let's just be really clear about zens. Zen are nicotine pouches with just nicotine and salt. I put it right here. My mother started using them, and I made fun of her and called it granny's chew because i thought it was such trash and then i tried it and if you have adhd which i do it's amazing and i don't take meds or anything i use zen and you don't suck on it you just have it in there like a little mint like an altoid
0: any other questions Nope. i think think we're getting close to they're gonna want to advertise look if i'm doing the walking
1: picture of a zen candidate i know it looks trashy when it's in my back pocket but look at me (laughs) Look at her. Look at me. Uh, tell us what we should
0: do with these intrusive thoughts.
1: So if you're not Will, um and you're more like us, mm-hmm. uh, a normal person. Yep. Um, I want to say that if you have OCD, you act on these thoughts. So it's like, that's contaminated. So I have to wash my hands. I have to touch that doorknob with my elbow. If you do not have OCD, you would have that thought like a conveyor belt. It'd be like, oh, that was wacky. And then you'd kind of watch it go on. You do not act on it. And I'm not saying if you do act on it, you're not diagnosable OCD. You probably have some anxiety or stress in your life. So first you normalize it. It's not a defect. So if you're like, oh, what if I stab myself with this knife? It's like, God, that was weird. But 94% of people have these. Like you normalize that thought and mm-hmm. move on. Whatever you give attention to in your life will grow. Mm hmm. What I call it, whatever you focus on will multiply. And I know we sound like that awful show. What was that movie, The Secret? I, hey, listen, The Secret changed my life when I was 25. I don't age,
2: know so. what this is.
1: Aww. You
2: don't remember- the Secret. There's a movie now. Well, when now. you say it like that, yeah. No, of course. Right. It was <laughs> a
1: book and a movie okay. that was basically like whatever you think about, you'll manifest. Yes. Hmm. And so they interviewed all these people. And it's like, like, I... no, they interviewed
0: like the most successful people that would say yes. And they were like really successful. Like people that wrote their, wrote themselves a check for a million dollars and then got a million dollar book deal and... and cashed it. Yeah, literally.
1: So I hate that book in that movie. I'm so glad it changed your life. It hey, made... listen, I had no
0: God. The secret was my God. Like I was like, I'm secret and everything to
1: myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. And the like, Actual therapy in that. Go on. While you drink your bourbon and have your
0: zen pouch, tell us. We already said this is an actual therapy. This is just
1: me off the clock. Um, <laughs> can't be sponsored by like bourbon or anything like that. That would be tacky for therapists. But um, unless
0: you're a bourbon and you would like to sponsor the podcast, Will and I are completely open it yeah. up.
2: Makers, hit us up.
1: Pokeball. I went to Mountain Brook. I know there are so many people that have started companies that make drinks, so we'll talk to them. But anyways... It is true that when we focus on something, like if I have a negative feeling or a negative thought and it's all I can hone in on, it will become bigger. So I teach clients all the time, recognize it, allow it to be there, conveyor belt it away. Mm -hmm. These are for like small things. Like if you're grieving the loss of a loved one, I'm not saying like put that on a conveyor belt and watch it. Let that shit go. It is more like that was wacky. Put it down. Let it go. Okay, so I wrote down, what you resist will persist. So you stop feeding the, those intrusive thoughts. Um, okay, so the big thing here is separating yourself from thoughts. So our brain is so powerful that when it has these negative thoughts, our brains are naturally attracted to the negative, except for Will Lockhamies. So mm-hmm. when you're attracted to the negative, we believe that more. So when I'm really happy and joyful, I really have the thought, like, look how happy and joyful I am. Mm-hmm. But if I'm sad or anxious, I'm, I'm like, look how sad and miserable everything is so when we can separate ourselves like that is just a thought and I can remove it we can Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of empowerment that like I'm stronger than this thought
0: well and programming is everything right so it's why it's why the secret changed my life because (laughs) I grew up in the worst family where everything was like hard and bad and dark and you'll never get out and like whatever. And then all of a sudden I've got this nice blonde lady telling me I just have to make a list and focus on the things that I want to happen. Write rather yourself than hard, a
1: check for a million dollars. Just write dollars.
0: yourself a check for however much money you need and then you just look at it every day. Put it on your mirror. I'm listen. Is
2: it's there a process true. in between the writing it and looking at it? Okay, well then okay, it's nonsense. Wait, no, that's if there's not, a process, there of like a I'm going to make a step of the like, process
0: is this? The idea of what we focus on is what we'll move toward. That's true. Okay, so you do agree with the secret because that is it in an essence. Okay. I love the fact that you're like I'm against this, but you're like also I tell all of my clients to do these principles from what the book. I disagree the with is I believe it's a touch misleading. Meaning, if you just do this, it's going to happen for you.
1: One guy in a documentary, which it's been, I don't know how many years since I watched it, but he basically manifested secret, I don't know what the verb is, but whatever he did, was that he wanted a car, like maybe it was like a Ferrari, and then they like show him with the car or something, if I'm getting this wrong, it's been a long time, but it had to do with a car, mm-hmm. and I showed it to a room full of heroin addicts, and they were like... What you know? So like, I think it can be like a little bit frou frou. The part that they miss, and what Will is asking, and you're perfectly answering is there is work. If you focus on shit, you get shit. Well, that's actually part of the movie. Okay, <laughs>
2: There's get it out. Because that is advice that I give people all the time. Like, hey, what is it? find out what it is that you want either to do and job or like if you want the Ferrari or whatever, then you have to figure out the steps to get there, and then just do it. Like mm-hmm. you can figure out those steps. And do it. He's
0: a and he does this at a coffee shop um on Third Avenue from 10 a.m. to 10 15 a.m. And you can catch him there. Will
1: the <laughs> giving coaching advice? Oh, is yeah. that? Oh, I was
2: like, wait, who? So what they got? Because I had You were
0: like, I just have to show up at a coffee shop and be like, I'll be there from 10 to
1: 10, 10 and you can catch me there.
2: Oh yeah, no, because I had to condense meetings. Okay. Like yeah, talking. It's fine. If talk, it's yeah. fine. Boundaries. This Ten minutes here. I
1: like it. So I want to reiterate why this happens. Because you're a person. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they're increased, it's probably because you're in stress. So like you could be stressed at work and have increased intrusive thoughts about if I'm holding the chef knife and why am I thinking about it or like driving into traffic or something might have stress in other areas. The intrusive thoughts very rarely have to do with what's going on in your life. And then if you are a new mother and you're listening to this, hormonal shifts, I cannot state this enough, is one of the number one causes. It really ramps it up. And as a mother that has elementary kids Laura's children are older high school and out of high school they do I think we're always concerned about our children mm-hmm. but to me it's not as like frantic feeling of like what if this thing happens it's reduced a lot since I was a hormonal psycho
0: yeah I I'll, I'll say as a non-hormonal psycho when Clay moved to Nashville I had a lot of anxiety around him And I I had some intrusive thoughts about like, oh my god, he's on his own. Is he going to be okay? Did I do what I was supposed to do to prepare him to be out there by himself, figuring life out? So it comes in waves. Yeah, it does come in waves. And I think, but I definitely think new mamas, like, please make sure you're talking to people too. Like, you know, if you're having them a lot, get a therapist. You know, and get
1: someone else to normalize it. Nine eight 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 apparently whoopsie um and then truly if you're having these and then having this is in all seriousness if you're responding to them meaning i'm really afraid of germs so i'm still wiping down groceries and this is not like tongue-in-cheek or a joke that is a little bit more progressed than i would talk to a professional like mm-hmm. a licensed professional and exposure therapy super helpful medication super helpful and you don't have to have those run your life
0: what about ptsd you did say you're going to touch on that
1: Oh gosh. Okay. So our more traumatized people, let me open my little notebook. So PTSD flashbacks can feel like intrusive thoughts. So a PTSD flashback is an act more accurate flashback of what has happened to you. Um so let's say this is a hard topic, is that okay? Mm-hmm. Will's
2: glaze. No, that sure. Work. No, we're okay. good. We're good. Yeah.
1: Um if you have a sexual trauma that can cause really intense flashbacks, maybe if you're trying to be intimate with a really safe partner. Those are intrusive, but they are a clinical diagnosis. And that's typically when you need a licensed person to like walk you through that. Mm -hmm. And then also sharing with your partner, this is what happens, but this is what feels safe to me. So lots and lots of talking around that.
0: Yeah. By the way, if you are suffering from PTSD, especially, and I can attest to this from a sexual trauma, man. Therapy will change your life. There are so many things that can re rewrite some of those things. You can rewrite that story. You can numb that part that keeps coming back. It, it is so helpful. There are so many resources out there. So, if you're suffering from that, I feel you. I see you, and it sucks. But there is help.
2: And yeah. if it's an urgent issue, you can call nine eight eight or text nine eight eight. Yes. For just someone yeah. immediately to talk to that's not law enforcement, and it's just. Someone who you can talk to.
0: And y'all, I want to say this too. I'll I'll say recently we've gotten a lot of feedback from the podcast and that's been just so fun to hear. Like I was in a coffee shop recently. I told Claire this when we had our like strategy meeting for 2024 and the girl who's checking me out, she's like, Hey, are you, are you like, do you have the before you cut bangs podcast? And I'm like, yes. And she was like, my friends and I wait to listen and we drink wine and we listen together. And we just feel like we're in the room with y'all. And I just want you to know that was our dream. Like our dream when we decided to do this and when I talked Claire and Will into like, please do this thing that I want to do. When they said yes, like that was always the hope that you feel like you're in the room with us, that you feel seen that this, whatever we're talking about, whether it's crazy or silly or serious or hard, that you just feel less alone like that's the reason we're doing this podcast we love hearing from you please tell us please 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 review us y'all we want to have like a bunch of reviews because we want more people to find it because we do want you to feel less alone
1: okay quick recap of today's episode first will Lockamy's in the six percent which is really wonderful and we're glad to be here with great. him
0: great job will
1: um we reviewed are six most common intrusive thoughts 94% of us have them they're super normal the best thing to do is recognize that they are part of the human experience and you get to just let them go if they're going beyond let them go talk to a buddy talk to a therapist and like there's a way out of intrusive thoughts yes
0: Follow along with us everywhere. Please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Find us on Instagram. We're constantly doing polls. We want to know what you think. And I know that you probably know this, but reviewing us and giving us five stars matters more than anything. And we are so grateful to have you here.